Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Come Follow Me Today, a brief message to help us experience an additional spiritual moment in our otherwise complicated lives. My name is Caleb Sanford, and thank you for joining me as we accept Christ's invitation to follow him today. Well, the saga of Israel continues to unfold in the book of Second Chronicles. After King Solomon dies and the northern and southern kingdoms split apart, the descendants of the house of David continue to rule the southern kingdom of Judah. During the course of the following generations, we watch the Israelites and their rulers go through cycle after cycle of pride and sin, falling out of favor with God, only to be rescued by a prophet or righteous king that try to steer the people back towards their Lord, but ultimately failing and the people falling again into their worldly temptations and forgetting the Lord their God. This goes on for hundreds of years until the Babylonians ultimately invade Jerusalem, destroy the temple that Solomon had built, and carry the people into captivity and exile into Babylon around the year 600 BC. Now, several decades later, the Persians under King Cyrus defeat the Babylonians and find themselves in control of the people of Israel and Jerusalem. And this is where things get interesting. Quote, Now in the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, that the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah might be fulfilled, the Lord stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia, that he made a proclamation throughout all his kingdom and put it also in writing, saying, Thus saith Cyrus, king of Persia, The Lord God of heaven hath given me all the kingdoms of the earth, and he hath charged me to build him an house at Jerusalem, which is in Judah. Who is there among you of all his people? His God be with him, and let him go up to Jerusalem, which is in Judah, and build the house of the Lord God of Israel. Okay, this is a really cool story. Here we have the mighty king of Persia, who in the process of empire building, conquered the Babylonians, and basically inherited control of the people of Israel who had been captives in Babylon. I'm sure to King Cyrus, the Israelites seemed a fairly insignificant lot. Most were probably living in poverty. Their religion had no doubt been weakened through centuries of disobedience and disregard for the prophets. And now they were just trying to survive in this foreign land. But the Lord had not forgotten his covenanted people. Even though many of them had forgotten him, he had a plan for them, a promise that he had made to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob to make the Israelites as the stars in the heaven, as numerous as the sand on the beach. And now it was time to intervene on their behalf. But rather than call a new prophet to liberate his people, like he did with Moses back in the days of the Egyptian slavery, rather than call down plagues from heaven on their oppressors, instead, God spoke to King Cyrus of Persia, a foreigner not part of his covenant with the people of Israel, and inspired him to send the Israelites back to Jerusalem to rebuild the temple. This is a great reminder for you and me who have made our own covenants with God to keep his commandments and strive to serve his children following Christ's example. This story is a reminder that God is working equally hard to keep his side of the covenant. As he told Moses long ago, quote, and this is my work and my glory to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man, end quote. God works in mysterious ways to help his children, you and me, to gain eternal life. And sometimes he works through other people, even through people like King Cyrus, who you would never expect. Our God is influencing people all around us to help us be successful in life, have happiness with our families, and build our faith in him and in our Savior, Jesus Christ. 
God is inspiring people throughout the world, even those like King Cyrus, who may not have initially had faith in him, to make choices that will place his children in a position to continue to build the kingdom of God and help all his children gain eternal life. I recently applied for a new healthcare job that I had been working on for almost four years. This job would have put me in a position to influence a lot of people and impact the lives of an entire community. Over the last few years, I had spent time building relationships with the leadership team at this organization. I had done some consulting work with them, presented to the board of directors. I had done everything I could to be ready for this job when the position opened up. And then finally, during the interview process, they ended up picking the other guy. I lost. To say I was disappointed would be a major understatement. Like the Israelites who were dragged to captivity in Babylon, I started questioning what more I could have done. Is this what God wanted for me? Was I supposed to stay trapped in my current job? And then a week or so later, I get a phone call. It's the same organization calling to say they had a change of plans and they wanted to offer me the job after all. As I came to find out, there were individuals who intervened on my behalf that led the hiring committee to change their minds. Now, there are situations like this happening all the time in our lives. People are making choices every day that impact our lives, that affect the trajectory of the path we're walking down, that impact the final destination of our families. The question for you and me is whether we can maintain the faith to believe that our God is inspiring people all around us to make choices that will give us the opportunity to move forward in life, to come one step closer to God, to believe that when people are making decisions that impact God's children, like King Cyrus with the Israelites, that God is stepping in when needed to ensure that his covenanted people, like you and me, are getting to where he needs us to be. But even if we've lost our faith or not living the gospel of Christ to the extent that God would like us to, like the Israelites who had gone through generations of disobedience and defiance, even then God does not forget his children and will still inspire others to make choices that will allow God's work to move forward, to bring to pass our immortality and our eternal life. So as you and I continue to stumble forward in life, let's keep our eye out for when God may be guiding our step. Let's have faith that if things are changing in our lives, that God is with us and will do what it takes to enable us to keep moving forward, even if just for one day at a time. And let's also keep our minds and hearts open to receive revelation for other people so that perhaps for others around us, we can be the King Cyrus that enables them to rebuild their personal temples and re-engage with their covenants with our God in heaven. Thank you for listening today, and I'll see you next time.